The Florida Panthers get some revenge against the Columbus Blue Jackets after an embarrassing performance last go round around against them. On today's show, we bring in Jacob Winans on a Winans Wednesday edition of the show where the Florida Panthers shut out the Columbus Blue Jackets for nothing in Sunrise, Florida, where the Panthers made a lot of adjustments after period one. All on today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Wednesday, December 14th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to also follow the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steve Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. And thank you, for everybody, for also participating in the contest for two free tickets for the Florida Panthers versus New Jersey Devils game on December 21st. We will be announcing the winner in the third segment of today's show. So thank you all for participating. So, Cats fans, the Florida Panthers, it, we... You've heard you've heard some a little bit of a rant from me on Monday, especially with Paul Maurice calling that second period timeout against the Seattle Kraken on Sunday about trying to fire up the boys. And then coming into this one, Car- Carter Hagee did not play. Radko Gudis at least was on the ice on Tuesday morning, but in a yellow non-contact jersey indicating that he was not going to play, placed on injured reserve. Grigory Denisenko called back up. Anton Lundell still out. Spencer Knight still out with Alex Lyon being with the team. And the Panthers, they what they did on a night like Tuesday, they defeated a team they were supposed to. And there were times this season where they did not beat the teams they 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 were supposed to. I mean, you think of Chicago, you think of Philadelphia, you think of uh, C- Columbus. You think of Arizona, you think some of the of, of those games, but tonight wasn't one of those nights where the Florida Panthers didn't they did not lay an egg against a, a team that they knew they they were better than. And this will be a great time to bring in my guest on today's show. It is a Winans Wednesday edition of the show where Jacob Winans is here to discuss this four-nothing win over Columbus. Jacob, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me as usual. It's nice to to be on here uh, recapping a win. We we had a little bit of bad luck on our on our Tuesday nights lately, so I'm I'm happy to be here for a win. Yeah, and it, it's uh it's been up and down uh, of a of a season. It's been and you know, for, first of all, even I'm I'm just gonna get this off my chest right right away. This four nothing win against Columbus. I'm not going to pretend that everything is sunshine and rainbows uh, for, for the Panthers as far as this season. I, I believe that we're still going to go through some downs later on in the season. But tonight, 
we can be happy about this. We can be very pleased with the performance by the by the by the cats in this one. I mean, and just think about what happened in the first period. I mean, the rushes galore for the Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean, Erica Branson cut through the Panthers D like within the first two minutes. I mean, Patrick Lani had multiple uh attempts as well, Johnny Gaudreau as well. I mean, but even even we were starting to see signs of Norris caliber Aaron Eckblad, even even on that one of the rushes that Patrick Lane had on Aaron Eckblad one on one, even though Patrick Lane did have a shot on goal, Aaron Eckblad prevented uh having a letting Patrick Lane have a higher quality chance at the goal as well and then that that continued on for the for the rest of the game i mean the stats won't show that the stats will show zero points for aaron ekblad but what what a game that he had tonight for for the panthers agreed um to be honest when looking at the box score with aaron ekblad i don't even care to look at the points right now um we all know aaron ekblad can produce points from the blue line uh, at times, that's we, we've been critical of him because that's all he does. That's all he has done from the blue line at, at, at points where he's just a power play producer or he'll get a couple of points, but he's a defensive liability. So I, I'm, I wasn't really looking at the points for his performance tonight. It was everything else, uh, always in the right position. He was eating up all kinds of minutes. He was playing uh, all situations. And what really stood out to me tonight was the physicality. Um, he played with a, a level of physicality that we hadn't seen from him. Uh, in a long, long time. But I, I know there were multiple occasions. There was one play where he absolutely threw Jack Roslovic out of the, out of the zone. Uh, couldn't get the puck, so he, he took Jack Roslovic and shoved him a solid five to six feet over the blue line uh, and it ended a, a zone opportunity there for the Blue Jackets. And then another play, uh, the Panthers were pinned in their own zone for a little bit um, on the on the end boards, and he, he essentially took one arm and just chucked Gustav uh, Nyquist uh, with, with it looked it looked ridiculously easy uh, throwing a, a, a grown man across the ice. It was it was refreshing to see Ekblad show that level of physicality, and it seemed like uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this uh, a little bit later. But it seemed like the the tide kind of turned for the Panthers physically after the hit on Chris Tierney. Um, I don't think anyone on the Panthers really liked that hit. Uh, it, it, Tierney has his head down, middle of the ice. Uh, there's really no reason to throw it. I mean, by the book, maybe it's clean. It was borderline. Uh, the hit was up high towards his head. And then also he gets, now this part of it is unintentional, but uh, he, uh, I believe it was Christensen who fell and also landed on Tierney's, on the back of Tierney's head, pressing his face into the ice. That part was clearly unintentional, but the hit itself, um, probably not necessary. It injures Chris Tierney with what coach Paul Maurice is saying is longer than a day-to-day -day situation. Um, and it, that seemed to fire up the Panthers. And from that point on, they played with the level of physicality that we haven't seen in a little bit. So, um, yeah, I was, I was pleased with Ekblad's game. And then, like you said, this is a game where we had a lot of guys out. We lost two more guys in the game and Chris Tierney, Colin White. And even so it's a team that you have to beat because they're way below you in the standings. You have the talent, uh, to beat them. Uh, Bobrovsky did his job and the Panthers really, their, their star players carried the, carried them the whole way. All the goals were a product of that top line and, and the Panthers, the Panthers big guns led the way tonight, which is what you need to see uh, against the, the lower end teams in the league. Your, your stars have to have to produce against those opponents. Yeah. And with Verhage being out, which uh, my uh, prediction of him scoring first uh, when I predicted it uh, on Tuesday morning, went straight down the toilet as, as soon as, uh, as soon as he was not seen 
on the ice in, in warmups. Grigory Denisenko had to be called up. Radko Gudis was placed on IR to get that roster spot, even though there's no cap relief. No Anton Lundell still. No Spencer Knight still. Uh, the the bug, the not the non-COVID illness uh, bug is definitely uh, spreading around the Panthers, and they're just learning how to navigate it uh, through it now. But we can't just put a timeline on on just things for the for for players being uh, sick, but the, just the rush chances for the, just the 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 adjustments going from the first intermission to to the second period. I mean. Just incredible what they what they were able uh, to do and just eliminating them. They're, the sticks were active. The the zone entries, especially on the power play on the excuse me penalty kill for the Panthers that Kachuk went to the box for a hold. Uh, just incredible. And then and and then Matthew Kachuk soon after draws his own hold and Matthew Kachuk was everywhere as well, creating a screen right in front. Uh, and Brandon Montour also waiting for the screen to develop with him and Barkov. It, it, with Kachuk and Barkov in front, even though the pass from Forsling almost did not connect to Montour. It, that was very close to not connecting. And then patience for Montour getting it through. And then Matthew Kachuk going uh, two on one with Sam Reinhardt off of a defensive zone face off, too, as well. Just going up the ice and then just, uh, ju- just back and forth between those two and just Kachuk everywhere, e- everywhere tonight. And then also the shot on goal by Columbus by each period 10 in the first nine in the second three in the third talk about locking it down Jacob yeah definitely so I I don't think the Panthers really played a complete 60 minutes tonight which uh the when that happens you prefer for the 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 downtime to be that first period you don't want to start hot and then trail off and, and surrender a lead, which we've seen them do a couple of times. We've seen them do that against St. Louis, where they let their foot off the gas in the third. We've seen them do it against Edmonton, uh, where they had the game locked up, but just a mental error at the end cost them a point there. Uh, you, you don't want to see those kind of things. So if you're going to start slow, it's better to start slow than to finish slow. Um, and, and with the Panthers tonight, they, they didn't really get off to the start they wanted. They gave up a lot of chances. Uh, Bobrovsky bailed him out uh, a few times. Have to give credit to Bob, his first shutout of the year tonight against his former team as well. Um, he, he played a really solid game tonight. Wasn't super busy, but that first period, he, he was the reason the Panthers were able to uh, keep hold of the game in that first period, which is honestly, that's what you're going to need sometimes. The, the defense is not going to be flawless 60 minutes uh, every night. So sometimes your goalie has to bail you out. Bob did his job in that in that regard. And then from, from that point on, the Panthers really just built it. They, they really stack building blocks uh, shift after shift um, they, they built on, on each shift and, and they were playing the right way. I, I thought the second period was great. And then the third period was my favorite period of the game. Uh, the way they played, it was, it was complete, complete shutdown hockey. Um, they, they didn't allow Columbus a single scoring chance until, until the, maybe the last 30 seconds of the game uh, where a, a fluky bounce had a, a player all alone in front of the net, which Bob quickly shut down. So, I thought the third period was great. Uh, it was it was shut down hockey. The line it was it was rolling lines. Everybody did their job. Uh, got pucks deep. Held possession in the Columbus zone and didn't allow Columbus really any any life. Didn't give them any hope. Uh, Bob didn't let in any soft goals. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was a, a really complete performance from the second period on. And the first period you, you'll live with it because while they did give up some chances, it wasn't anything where Bob was like completely under siege. 15, 20 shots in the period. It Still 10 shots, some were high danger, but 
left it locked down. And I thought it was a, an impressive defensive performance for sure. No doubt. And hopefully that carries on to where the Panthers will have uh, five very tough games before the Christmas break. And let's we're we're going to transition over to segment number two, where we're going to talk about that top line for the Panthers and see whether it sticks around uh, once the Panthers do get healthier, and also talk about a little bit of perspectives. I want to talk about something noteworthy that the ESPN Plus broadcast mentioned uh, uh, on Tuesday night. But first, we're going to tell you all about Bet Online. And BetOnline.net continues to be your number one source for all sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football, college bowl season, basketball, and World Cup. And you might want to start placing your bets on uh, Lionel Messi to uh, to finally win the World Cup after a missed opportunity uh, in uh, 2014. Even though he already has a Copa America championship, you might want to place your bets on Argentina to win it all on Sunday. So you can place those at Bet Online. If you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today, use a mobile device to learn more. Bet Online is where the game starts. Second segment here on this Winans Wednesday edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, recapping a four to nothing win for the Florida Panthers over the Columbus Blue Jackets. And let's talk about that top line. The Rhino, Barkov, Kachuk. Of course, we've seen we've seen the these guys we've seen Barkov always paired with with different guys. He can he can play with anyone. We've seen him sometimes with Vert Hagee and then an a interchangeable winger on on one side. You you've seen You've seen Barkov, Verhage, and Rhino from time to time, and then Rhino going back to Anton Lindell uh, back on that third line, and sometimes even that being the second line, and then sometimes Kachuk, and then sometimes though they're they're separated. But man, everyone on that line had uh, multiple points on 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 the night, and Gus Forsling also credits Gus Forsling as well, a multi point night from him as well. He creates the he creates the the goal for Sasha Barkov on a sharp angle shot. But even though Sam Reinhardt did not get an assist on that goal, big credit to him for winning that board battle right behind the net. We, which especially the Tampa Bay game, they really struggled on the boards uh, on that one. And then they, they're able to cycle the puck around and then Barkov the captain. It, it's funny because uh, we, we, the, the, the broadcast mentioned also about, uh, uh, Barkoff, quote unquote, showing up for the season, but 21 points in 23 games on on the season. That that's not bad. Uh, but, but of course, we we still have pretty high expectations for the captain. But I also want to discuss this point that the broadcast mentioned. And once again, great that we get to see a national broadcast that sees multiple teams and then how their view of the Florida Panthers is versus us. But think think about this, Jacob. Last season. The, this is what the broadcast mentioned. Last season, when the Panthers would go up by three goals, they had the capability of going up by six and just letting things off the gas. So if they, if they, it allows for, if, if there's two soft goals, no big deal. But even up three goals, man, we had, we saw such a sense of urgency for this team. And I know we've beaten the dead horse of, playoff hockey style and trying to win 
and I know they're not in a spot right now. But seeing seeing a game like this and seeing good habits for this, as especially for the Panthers in their in their own zone. Every time there's a zone entry, the the Panthers just easily just chip the puck right right back right back into the neutral zone and having uh, Columbus reset, even if that takes like 10, 15 seconds off the clock, you're, you're still protecting your goalie as well. So that's kind of, that's kind of what, that's kind of what I noticed as well in the third period. And I think it was also a very great perspective that the broadcast shared. I agree. Uh, and another thing they brought up is earlier in the game, they, they discussed how the Panthers have the fewest comeback wins in the NHL this year. Crazy compared thing. to last year where they were the comeback cats. And that, that's a trend that has continued for the last few years where they're, they're known for their crazy comebacks from being down a lot. We're seeing a shift away from that where the Panthers uh, put a lot of value on scoring first. They, they put a lot of value on trying to protect leads, which has been frustrating at times where they've let a couple slip away. But this is a, the philosophy is changing. Um, now, I, like you said, this is not a win that's going to make me feel like everything's better. Uh, it's not a, it's not a, oh, we're, we're good again. We're, we're in the clear. Everything is great kind of win. Um, but it, it does, it does show some of that consistency and, and a good habit, good habits being built. And I think if you continue to play this way, you get leads, you don't take your foot off the gas and you focus your energy less on trying to blow the team out of the building with the, with the five, six, seven goals, put more of that effort and intensity into protecting your goalie, keeping the other team at, at bay. I, I think you're, you're trending in the right direction. And we've seen them have some ability to do that. Um, games against uh, Detroit, Seattle that they've won, held the, other, held the opposition to one goal, two goals. Um, it, it's been very low scoring from, from the opposition in some of those wins. So those are the type, that's the type of game you want to, you want to play. That's how you want to win. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a six to three or a, a five to four. It, you, you can get, you can get away with a, a two zero, a two one, a three one, and then get an empty netter. That's that's the that's the kind of formula we want to see them playing with. So they're not in a playoff spot right now. Um, they're it's going to be a really difficult climb to get into one and, and to maintain one because they do have the toughest strength of schedule in the NHL remaining. And then these next five games are an absolute gauntlet against some really really nasty opponents. And the Panthers are definitely battling some injuries. Um, but if you can play this way, get the first goal, get the second goal, uh, maybe score one in, on special teams get a power play goal, which the Panthers did not do tonight. Their power play is still struggling, but I uh, get a power play goal. Now you're starting to piece together some of the, some of the building blocks of, of winning playoff style games and, and protecting leads. So I think that's what we're, what we're hoping to see. Um, we have not seen the consistency where they're able to stack wins on top of wins. It's going to be really difficult to do that right now with the, the immediate schedule in front of them. But if they can come out of this stretch of five games, maybe even put together a, a three-game win streak or two in a row, one loss, two more in a row, something like that. Now we're talking about building building some of those good habits. We're getting into the holiday break at a good spot. And then towards the end of the month, early January, maybe we're talking about adding Anthony Duclair back to this lineup and and, and things are, are trending, definitely trending upward from that point um, because the top six looks really, really lethal again once Anthony Duclair slots back in, I think. Having Barkov, Hagee, Duclair, Bennett, Kachuk, Reinhardt, something of uh, along those lines could be could be really really effective. So I'm excited to see where it goes from here. But um, the Panthers still very much control their own destiny. However, this season goes is really up to them, and these next five games or so are going to really show if they're 
that they're learning or if this is just another flash in the pan. I'm, I'm hoping this is something they're going to build off of because the, the formula for tonight's W was exactly what we're looking for uh, as far as how they should be winning games. Yeah, and even the and even the broadcast was talking about the whole bunch of injuries, but of course we as Panther people don't always want to just just say it over and over again. Uh but also look look at look at this. Um I mentioned just yesterday about what the Panthers uh, how many comeback how many wins the Panthers have when their opponents score first this season and it's one. After tonight, when the Panthers score first. It's 12, 4, and 2 overall. So there's a there's a there's a there's a trend for, for for the Panthers in both directions when when they're the ones playing from behind or versus versus the other way around. Now they're two games over 500. Uh I believe they're still out of a playoff spot. Honestly, I don't want to look at the honestly, I don't want to look at the standings right now. I I, I want this team to just create a few wins in a row before 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 looking at it again because because with two wins, then a loss, and then a few losses in a row, you know, you know, you're out of it, out of the playoff spot. And I and I think right now their point pace is like exactly at 82 or just over it. So we we it's not it's not it's not something that's really for me just worth like continuously uh, look looking at as well. But for for this for this this Panthers team, encouraging win. Uh, uh, especially after that embarrassing performance against them it, just three weeks ago against the same Blue Jackets team it, after a whole bunch of shots, but hey, um, you, you you get you get you you don't complain you don't complain on a, on a on a night on a night like tonight. Definitely, it, it's a it was a, it was a really really solid win. Um, nothing to nothing to overly celebrate, but def- definitely nothing that that we can say really much of anything negative i mean it, it's it was a well-rounded win that's what we're looking for uh, i'm kind of with you on the on the playoff pace discussion um it's still it's not early enough in the season where the standings don't matter but it is early enough in the season where just a three game or four game win streak drastically changes your entire projection so it's it's almost unnecessary to look at at the standings at this point um like i said the panthers control their own destiny so it, it's just about winning games it's simply about winning games and in a, in a couple of months, then we can revisit this discussion on, on playoff positioning and hopefully the Panthers are comfortably in a, a good spot by then, but they're, they're right in the heat of this race. It's going to, the East is nasty. It's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a really tough race to, to get in. Um, but all that matters is getting in. So you, you get, whether you get in as an eighth seed, a seventh seed, anybody can beat anybody. And we've seen that um, we just last year, the Panthers as a number one seed where maybe 20 seconds and a, a Sam Reinhardt heroic empty net goal with, with the goalie pulled away from, from being down three, one to the Washington capitals. I mean, we, we know, we know that, that an eighth seed can't be written off. The Panthers really had to give everything they had to even get out of the first round against the eighth seeded Washington capitals. So it, it doesn't matter where you get in. Uh, it's just at this point in the season, it's just about stacking wins. Um, so the Panthers, they, they really do need to, uh, place a high sense of urgency on on building off of a win. Uh, we've seen some really encouraging wins this year, some very very encouraging ones, and they've been followed by by some some real unfortunate downs where they haven't really capitalized on the opportunity. You think about uh, a win over Boston uh, right around Thanksgiving. That was a massive win, and I'm thinking this is the turning point of the season. You can build off of it. They didn't. 
Um, the game against Detroit seemed like a playoff game going in uh, just a, a week or two ago at home. That game in particular, it, it seemed huge, and the Panthers came out and, and played a dominant game beginning to end. And then you're thinking that could be a win they build off of. They didn't do it. So now this is another one. This is another opportunity to build off of it. They're going to play some really tough teams, but playing against tough teams is just a chance to prove your uh, – it's a measuring stick. It's a chance to prove where you are among the league's best. I think the Panthers have a good chance to do it. Uh, it's unfortunate we lost a couple more uh, cogs to the lineup, a couple more guys tonight. But uh, for the most part, everyone who's been called up from the AHL has produced. They've they've slotted right in and, and carried their weight. So uh, whether it's Denisenko sticking around, whether it's Alexi Heponiemi coming back, um, or any other number of, of AHL bodies, I, I, it's not really it's not really a, an excuse if any minor league guys have to slot in. I think the Panthers have the leaders to carry them. They have the star talent that's still healthy right now. The the Panthers' best players are still on the ice, so it's it's a it's a good opportunity for them to finally build off of a solid performance and continue that trend. I, I'm I'm excited for for these next few games. It's going to really show us where they're at. Absolutely. And we'll discuss that ne- next and talk about the Panthers next game as w- and go around the league, maybe. And of course, announce our winner for the two tickets for Florida Panthers versus New Jersey Devils on December 21st, next Wednesday. We're, we're going to discuss that next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Third and final segment here on this Wednesday, December 14th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers are coming off a 4 to nothing win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. And now is the time to announce our winner for the two tickets for the Florida Panthers versus New Jersey Devils game, as I have a raffle app. Uh, if you can see it on YouTube, it opens. So it's now to, time to click the button of... Uh, for our raffle and let's see what does this app say and the winner for the two tickets for the florida panthers versus the new jersey devils is nerful at h underscore hockey so hockey with an underscore in between the h and the o so you nerful you will be getting a, a dm from me uh about the two tickets for florida panthers versus new jersey devils and this won't be our last uh contest uh for for getting tickets we ha- we will have a contest from here on out once a month for one one game a month through the rest of the regular season and some I won't say who the teams are yet but I will say some of them are original six teams so you might want to get in uh to to the next contest here uh, to win two free tickets but Jacob let's go around the league a, a little bit uh not we discussed this pre-recording but I wanted to witness history a little bit uh, with the Washington Capitals versus um, the Chicago Blackhawks. The Alexander Ovechkin has two goals. He's one away from 800 and two away from uh, tying Gordie Howell for second all time. We're likely going to see him pass Wayne Gretzky in the next mm, season or two. And he also was very vocal about him uh, saying that he does not go want to go through a rebuild while uh, while going through this. Uh, through the goal record, uh, right? And uh, right now, uh, the Maple Leafs manhandled the Anaheim Ducks after losing to them earlier in the season. Uh, the Dallas Stars defeat the New Jersey Devils 4-1. Sabres, man, they that team can score. Um, they Unfortunately, they just can't defend. They um, defeat the LA Kings 6-0. Uh, 
The Boston Bruins win again. The Tampa Bay Lightning manhandles Seattle. Uh, the Hurricanes shut out the Red Wings one nothing. A 12-game NHL night. Uh, and uh, and right now that game between the Washington Capitals and the Chicago Blackhawks uh, is in the second intermission. So we're still one away. So you might see me maybe react uh, if we uh, if Alex Ovechkin happens to be to get the 800th goal sometime in the next like five to ten minutes. But Jacob, man, once again, a great game to build on for the Panthers. But the Pittsburgh Penguins come into Thursday's game. Winners of six straight. Even though Sidney Crosby is getting a little older, he's he's one of the leaders, especially on five-on-five. Five. His five-on-five five scoring has been, you know, what what you expect from Sid, what from Sidney Crosby but the scariest thing right now right now something i really haven't mentioned on the show is uh the health of Chris Letang he's back on the ice for the penguins and i'm not going to tell somebody what to do with their body and he if he feels he wants to play but crazy to think that after suffering his second stroke that he is back on the ice for the penguins and we're going to expect him uh to be to to be on the ice on on Thursday night and Gino Malkin just uh just I believe he just tied Yarmy Yager for the most uh game winning goals by a Pittsburgh Penguins player so the, the I just named I just named the core three the three three guys to look after and it's been the same thing same thing for those guys for over a decade <laughs> and it, how are you feeling about uh this matchup coming Thursday night uh it's a it's going to be a really big test. Um, I think for, for Sasha Barkov, he's going to have to, if you're really going to be him versus Sidney Crosby head to head in the middle of the ice, uh, that, that entire game. Uh, and it's going to require Sam Bennett stepping up and, and he's going to have to simply match or outplay Gino Malkin. Uh, I feel like where the Panthers have a good shot is in the, is in the bottom six. I feel like the Panthers have a, a, a good chance to pull away as long as they're the top six is break even. I feel like the Panthers bottom six, if it includes Anton Lundell, if it includes, uh, Etulo Strine and some of those guys are, are healthy um, and on the ice. I feel like the Panthers' bottom six can really uh, create some separation. But uh, the, the top six, it's, it's really just going to be. This is another game where it's going to be the battle of the of the superstars. Uh, who's whose leaders are going to come out on top? Um, Aaron Ekblad, he's going to have to outplay Chris Letang. Um, uh, honestly, uh, with Chris Letang, um, it, it, that was that was really difficult to to read hearing that he had. Uh, another another stroke and and some of the health issues he's had while while he's played in the NHL. I, I just wish the best for him health wise, uh, hockey aside. But as far as that that team is playing, they're playing really well. Their veterans are are still carrying that group. Uh, every year, it's almost like Boston. It's like every year you think this is the year where they're too old to compete, and then they 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 just do it again. So this this team knows how to play. They don't make a lot of mistakes. If you give their power play chances, they're going to kill you. So it's gonna it should be a really good matchup. I'm expecting a close game uh, in that one. And, and I think, uh, honestly, I would not be shocked to see that one head to overtime. Uh, I, I, I just, I just feel like that's a close game coming. Um, and, and hopefully we, we come out on top in that one and, and their streak, but um, man, how crazy is it that in, in December, 2022, we're still, uh, you led this segment talking about Alex Ovechkin scoring two goals. And we're ending this segment talking about a matchup against Sidney Crosby. I mean, those, those two just, they just keep going. I, I, I've been watching those guys since I was a toddler and they're, 
they're still they're still dominating the league. Um, I, I grew up, you know this, but obviously I'm I'm originally from the D.C. area. I grew up a Caps fan before moving to South Florida and becoming a diehard Panther. But Ovechkin was uh, he and Yarmir Yager were the first two players I ever I ever really uh, got into hockey for. So seeing Ovechkin uh, come up on this record is is awesome. Um, always been a fan of his. It was great seeing him uh, in, in person playing against the Panthers in the playoffs last season. And, and I, I'm, I'm just so excited to see it when he finally does uh, catch Wayne, Wayne Gretzky in the, in the goals race. That's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, it, it, you can't, you can't say enough about these guys. I mean, we're <laughs> the fact that we're, we're in 2022 talking about Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby as two of the top players in the league still uh, their longevity is, is it's unmatched. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. And to think that, the Florida Panthers tried drafting Alex Ovechkin uh, a year earlier uh, than he was supposed to due to uh, that uh, the Panthers using leap years as an eligibility for, for Ovechkin to be drafted a year earlier, but the NHL denied the Panthers. So what could have been for, for, for the Panthers having uh, Alex Ovechkin? And also there was a 32 on 32 thoughts. They mentioned something about the, but about Dale Talon being upset about the the Dallas Stars picking Jason Robertson, the pick before Florida, and mm-hmm. Dale Talon was a reportedly. Which hearing that now, I'm just like, like part of me is like, why bring it up? But at the same time, it's 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 like, okay, it, it didn't happen. But but th- there's there's two there's two there's two schools. Of, of of thought there when 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 you when you hear that on on that episode of uh 30 32 thoughts but but hey um the panthers they're still in a great position to win they they despite the cap troubles despite the injuries we're hoping that they can get healthy i mean down to down to 10 forwards on on a night like tonight and still coming out with a win don't know if this happens against any other team, but you you take the two points. I, also, congratulations to Gus Forsling on his, his 100th NHL point. So after his two-point performance, uh, 100 points now for, for Gus Forsling. He was a waiver claim for, for the Panthers. So using uh, using the waiver wire to get uh, low-cost low uh, low players, uh, low-risk, high-rewards, um, that's what's – gonna continue have to continue to happen for bill zito and hey it's been it's been rewarded for the panthers so great on bill zito for that great credit to dale talent for the trade uh of getting it to lose even though he's not um even though dale talent's not part of the organization anymore so these low low cost high reward uh players as well are are fitting in uh for for the panthers that's for sure but jacob i want to thank you once again for joining me on this winans wednesday edition of the locked on florida panthers podcast Next Wednesday, we will be previewing the Florida Panthers versus New Jersey Devils home game. By the way, once again, congratulations to Nerfle on winning the two tickets for the game. Uh, so no, no Tuesday night game. So we'll just it'll be a preview show. But tell everybody where they can uh, follow you online. Yep, you can follow me online on Twitter at Jacob Winans Eight. Um, hopefully, over this over this little break uh, in December. Uh, you'll catch me at the arena for a few games. I'm always down to, to chat. And um, yeah, looking forward to these next couple of games. Thanks for having me on as usual. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. And see you next Wednesday. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. 
Make sure to subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On AHL Network, including Locked On AHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Sports Today. Locked On Sports Today gives you a 20-minute or less podcast on the entirety of the sports scene. Locked On Sports Today will bring exclusive interviews and provide the take of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. So I'm Ramon Velez with Jacob Winans. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day. <laughs>